0: Welcome to St Ed's Line, the podcast from St Edmund's School, an independent day and boarding school in Canterbury for children aged 2 to 18. In this episode, we're celebrating International Women's Day 2023 with four different guests. We have pupils Izzy and Charlotte, and we have two mums, Charlie and Marsha. And together we discuss a wide range of topics regarding women in the workplace, young women in education, we talk about inspiring women in the world, and we discuss the difference from one generation to another. So come with me into this episode as we celebrate International Women's Day with Charlie, Marsha, Izzy and Charlotte. Okay, so we're here today with Charlotte, with Marsha, with Charlie, and with Izzy. Two of those are students, and two of those are grown-ups. But first of all, Marsha, thank you for coming into school today. How are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you, Simon.
0: Well, it's good to good to see you here in school. Now you're a parent, aren't you?
1: I am. Although I cannot reveal my child's name, as she will kill me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Totally understandable. But what year is 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 your child in?
1: She is upper fifth, so she's doing her GCSEs this year. So it's a very calm year for all. All of us in our household
0: excellent and preparation for gcses that's all going well is it
1: yeah i think so um there's a lot of pressure on everyone now so um but there's so many um different tips and information available mm. it's so much better than when i was doing it all those years ago so not that my daughter would agree with that but yeah no I, it's going as well or oh, i'm it's, you know she can only do her best and, and I'm, she's doing as much as she can so i'm really proud
0: that's a really good point actually because we often hear about how much stress children go through today compared to to when our generation was growing up and, grow, go, and going through school. However, th- there are some positives as well. And the benefit of the internet just means that people can learn in a different way and they've got access to different resources 24 seven as well.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the resources are amazing actually. I remember having like to write out flashcards. Now you can print flashcards off the internet with all the subjects yeah. on. So actually it's the subjects you need to revise rather than the ones that you're guessing. So yeah, it's all, it's all good.
0: And then Marsha sat to your left. We've got Charlie. Hello, Charlie. How are you?
2: Good morning, Simon. I'm well, thank you.
0: It's good to see you here in school. Now, you're not only a parent, you're also one of the school's alumni, aren't you?
2: I am. Yes. Yep. I came here for many, many years and loved it. So, yeah
0: to use the correct term you're, you are a single alumna isn't isn't it so so do you remember which year you left school without giving away your age too much
2: we were trying to work this out earlier weren't we I think it was I a long time ago it was a very just, just to say it's a long time ago and the house that I was in at the time is now sadly disbanded so I'm not sure whether that's any reflection of my attendance um, or my contribution to the school shall we say uh,
0: now some of the people listening to this will also be the school's alumni so tell us which house that was Grant If you're also an alumni and you're in Grant, then then a big shout out to you. Charlie, tell us a little bit about what school was like when you were here compared to how it is now.
2: When I first came, I didn't come with anyone else from any other school. So I was kind of quite a lonely child when I arrived. I didn't have any friends, but immediately there was such a family feel to the school and support and involvement and encouragement. And I think for me, it was really good because when I arrived I wasn't particularly high achieving in anything so it was more of a case of not having to compete with your peer group but just doing your best at everything that you can do. So not every student is particularly sporty, not every student is particularly uh, mathematical or academic, but I've, I started in quite well. So, I you know, it brought, definitely brought the best out of me um, and moulded my character. Apart from CCF, I never went to CCF and I got in a lot of trouble for that. So, um, yeah.
0: Any regrets on that at all? You know, looking back, would you like to have gone to CCF?
2: Absolutely not, no.
0: <laughs> okay, and tell me why, why so then?
2: I think at the time, things were a little bit more relaxed, should we say, and rolling around in a muddy field at that particular point of my life with muck on my face really wasn't appealing didn't go down so well with the headmaster when I was trying to explain my non-appearance at CCF every Friday, but, you know, I gave it a good go.
0: Well, well done for doing that, for sure. Now, on your left-hand side, Charlie, we've also got Izzy. Now, Izzy, you're in Year 12. Tell me a little bit about what you're studying there in Year 12 at the moment.
3: So I'm studying English, history and drama.
0: Okay, and what led you to choose those ones then?
3: I think I've always been quite academic and those are the kind of the subjects that I've enjoyed the most and kind of thrived in I think and also for my future they're the ones that suit me the best um, in terms of what I want to do when I'm older so yeah.
0: Okay tell me a little bit about what you do want to do when you're older.
3: So I'm thinking of going into the foreign office type of like field. Um, I would love to be a diplomat or You know, something to do with international relations, travelling the world, meeting loads of people, it's just something that I'd love to do, really. (laughs)
0: Fantastic. That's really good. Thank you for that, Izzy. And then on the opposite side of the table, we've also got Charlotte, also in Year 12. Charlotte, how are you doing today?
4: I'm very good, thank you.
0: Excellent, excellent. So we've heard which house Charlie was in. In fact, Izzy, I didn't ask her which house she's in, but but Charlotte, which house are you in?
4: I'm in Wagner House.
0: Wagner. And and what's Izzy in, if you can answer on her behalf?
4: Also in Wagner.
0: <laughs> and is this the best house to be in?
4: Personally, I think so, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's all good to hear. And Charlotte, tell me a little bit about what you're studying right now in year 12.
4: I'm studying maths, chemistry and geography.
0: Okay, and what led you to choose those ones then?
4: I've always really liked maths and how you can only get like one right answer compared to like English, where it can be any answer you want, which I found more difficult. And then geography is more about the future. So I thought, even though like there's other subjects I really like, that's very important. And then chemistry helps both maths and geography at the same time, so yeah.
0: Fantastic, well that's really good to hear. Now we're gonna be talking today about a number of things, including the fact that we have International Women's Day. But Charlotte, first of all, can you tell me about some of the women in the world that you find inspiring, whether dead or alive?
4: I think all women in their own rights are inspiring, but for me, And I think from lots of other women, their mothers and my mother is one of the most inspiring people in my life and the most important woman in your life since she obviously gave birth to you. Um, My mother, she's showed me determination. Also, she's led me to follow what I want to do. For example, if I want an extracurricular activity, she will accept that and go, yeah, you can try it. And then And then i try it and i think that's a really good moral mindset that she's giving me determination and resilience at anything i want to try
0: good shout out to charlotte's mother and uh, if charlotte's mother is listening to this right now then then even more of a shout out to her now, Marcia, of course, you're a parent too. I am. Based on the fact that Charlotte's just told us that, how does that make you feel knowing that our children tend to look to their mothers in that sort of way?
1: No pressure, I guess, um, particularly because <laughs> I haven't met Charlotte's mum and she sounds amazing. I think women overall have a little bit of pressure, I think because you are striving for your best. And particularly if you have a daughter, like I have a daughter, I just want her to be strong, independent, speak her mind. And I think... One of the questions that we were going to be talking about today is inspirational women. And without sounding really corny, I find my daughter quite inspiring. But I think it's because the younger generation, mm. the confidence that they have now, the way that they converse and speak. Matilda, oh gosh, is so passionate about certain things. And she will argue at that position really passionately and really eloquently as well. Whereas I wouldn't have had the confidence to do that. And I'm almost 50. I think the younger generation are a real credit to all of us i think women i think it goes up in generations i think in inspiration you look at each generation and it's when as a woman you have different parts in your lifetime mm-hmm. where you get inspired so it's not one particular time so i think it's all about involvement and you evolve and i think that's a great thing about women we can evolve really quite quickly we're quite
2: adaptable you mm. going on the opportunities within the generations mm. there are far more opportunities now yeah. for for women and for listening to these two girls mm. they're quite inspiring yeah. anyway because they're talking about a passion and a future whereas when we were probably at school and i'm speaking for myself i didn't really know what i wanted to do in fact i'm a grown-up now and i still don't know what i want to do when i'm grown up mm. but it's really encouraging that girls and boys, I know it's International Women's Day, but there is an International Men's Day. Let's not forget as well. But girls, especially, are given a lot more opportunities from a very young age, where they they can progress and they they don't need to feel afraid and they they can do what what we've been talking about prior to going live. What was still seen as a non traditional role um, for for women to go into. So. Um, I think the opportunities and somewhere like this particular school will give children the opportunities to, 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 to do what they want to do and follow their dreams and their passions. But I think a lot of that is confidence, isn't
1: it? It's yeah. about instilling confidence and that doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. It's about confidence and having the confidence in yourself. I think that's fundamentally important with anything that you do, whether you've become a professional, whether you're an academic and just been a nice human being. I mean, look
0: at us two. I love, I love that I love that Izzy tell us a little bit about some of the inspiring women that you find in life
3: well I thought about this question and I could not think of just one person I think like oh of course these lovely ladies sat next to me <laughs> um but like Charlotte said I think for a lot of people there are so many women in their lives that are inspiring inspiring to them in so many different ways and I think it's important to acknowledge that every Pretty much every woman in someone's life is, in, is inspiring in a different way in their own way whether it's to you know embrace your emotions to strive for what you want it's i think it's so important to surround yourself with people that benefit you and what you want to do
0: now quite often izzy people mention the likes of michelle obama as being someone who's very inspiring to to other women there are some other significant people that have that have been board directors in some fairly large well very large international companies tell me about any of those people who who really strike something with you
3: i mean yeah you mentioned michelle obama i think she's an amazing woman you know she's used her power and her mm, position yeah. in such a positive way I think and that's really inspiring to younger children um and women who you know are dreaming of becoming what she is and I think her the way she speaks is very inspiring she's just such a powerful woman
2: and she can relate to, to people, can't she? I think yeah. that's really important. It's not to use that as a platform. It's, it's more to, to relate. And just to show women, I think, that y- you can have everything. You can have, if you want, you can have a family, you can have a career, you can, you can encourage it. We've moved on, thank the Lord, you know, quite a lot. And I think you know, lockdown showed a lot and proved that quite a lot on, on what we can do. Men and women, you don't have to be in the office to do a very good job now. You can have a hybrid job, for instance, and then that reflects on a family life. You can obviously manipulate your work and your meetings around collecting children from school. It's just being normal, really, and trying to achieve what you want to achieve in life.
0: Marsha, tell me about the fact that we have an International Women's Day in the first place? I mean, is it a sad state of affairs that we need to have an International Women's Day? Or is it solid progress? And we should be celebrating that?
1: See, I, I'm of two minds. And I was talking um, with this in the office yesterday. Personally, I think it's a shame that we have to celebrate women, because I think, you know, any everybody should be celebrated on a day to day basis. And I think it then just highlights the fact that we're celebrating some really amazing women who should actually be credited for the job that they do, rather than their, the gender. And then it also creates another story when you have the boys going, oh, it's an International Men's Day, we don't rank." it. So I, I think I'm of two minds. I think, yes, it's good to talk about it, because I think it's it gives everyone an opportunity to speak about things. But personally, it's not something that I've strived to... I think that oh, wow, wow, we've achieved this. This is really great. I'd rather have a famous woman or someone to do something with charity that was highlighted for that, rather than the day itself.
2: I mean, we're not in the days of the suffragettes, are we? No. So you know, it's a, it's a totally different environment that we we live in these this day. And also, I think when we're talking about inspiration, we're talking
1: about Michelle Obama, all life experiences have changed. And if you look at, you know, the cross the board now, people have experienced very different things. I mean, we've got, you know, we've got to, if you're looking at inspiring women, look at the people in Ukraine, the people have taken on, you know, mm. you, you, and all sorts of things. I mean, it's not just famous people. It's not just political people. Loads of women get involved in charities and we, you know, we should, it's a, an opportunity to sing their praises. It's just not everyone tells us about those women they're an unsung hero still and i think that that's a shame we don't feel like we've evolved that we can shout out about everything that we do still i think there's still a kind of hesitation about that we're getting better but we're not even in the job that i do it's very male dominated still and although a lot of women are coming through it's still if you um You know, if you're a challenging, you know, if you're a woman who's passionate and very focused on work, you seem to be very challenging and argumentative and aggressive when actually if you as a man, it's a totally different look. So I I think we've still got a way to go, but it's definitely a start. So, apologies—that's probably not the answer that everyone wanted. But it's—it's it's great that we're celebrating. But we should, as we—I think—we should celebrate all the time, mm. every day.
0: Marcia, tell me a bit more about your work. Obviously, some work sectors tend to be more male-dominated than than others. Some of them tend to be more more women-dominated than others. But what what line what line of work are you in? So,
1: I'm in law, and Charlie's in construction. Actually, we're both in very male-dominated industries. And although law has definitely evolved over um, um, the time that I started, I started. Before you two were born um, in London. And there was only a few um, women in the industry, but they were like cutting edge, hard ballsy, you know, didn't really take any prisoners. And you used to think, God, they're a bit scary. But actually, they had to achieve so much at that point to get to where they were. And even now, when I and I, I just work for um, a much smaller family, I'm not in London anymore. It, you still have to strive. You still, I still feel like I have to work much harder than my male partners. I still feel like I have to put all the hours in and, and prove that I'm still one of the lads, which actually is a ridiculous thing to say. So I think it's, I, I'd like there to be one day that you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to compete and that people accept your opinions and that for who you are rather than she's going off on one again or you know because there's still that kind of
2: feeding wouldn't you say yeah. in your industry i guess it's different because i co-founded a, a construction company made contractors um with my brother and so um, prior to that my career was in the city so I've always worked in quite male-dominated environments. And I think maybe it's because I'm a business owner. It's, it's, I don't see that there's any huge negative effects against me, probably because I'm not aware of what they say about me when I turn up on site, to be fair. But I, I don't care. And I think that's different because you pick your battles, don't you? And I know that I'm running a business and I'm doing it for me, not just because I'm a woman. It is difficult. I think in your area, you're in a particularly competitive area of law. You're not just a lawyer in very specialist area of law, aren't you? So maybe it is very male dominated. I mean, my my, all my job is yeah, my surroundings is is, is male. I would say 90 percent male. Yeah.
1: I think well I think it's it I mean I'm a business owner and I'm a partner now of the practice so I've worked really hard to get there and I'm really mm. but I still feel like there's I need to I can't lay off the gas I still have to work to to ensure that I'm actually um I can confident of my position around the table and I think that that's whether if I was a man, and I'm not saying it's a sexist thing, whether I would have that kind of feeling still of actually, yeah. have I actually earned my place around the table? And I think that's that's what I'd like to see for the the women in the future. Actually, once you've got there, you don't feel like you're under underachieving or you have to achieve over and above. So, but I think there are. I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not a feminist. I really. I actually. Um, I actually enjoy working with men. They're much more easier sometimes than working with women. I'm quite direct, and I'm not very. I haven't got much pastoral care unless it's my daughter. Um, so, I, you know, I, I actually like being quite, you know, um, direct, uh, which is a male thing rather than a women mm. thing. I'm not. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I still think that we've got a way to go. And I'd like to... That would be my aspiration for the future, for there to be a, a kind
2: of better level place. But do you think that's because the opportunities aren't being presented at an early age, like with these lovely oh, ladies yes, yeah, yeah. so I know why we do a lot uh, both from your side and, and our side in construction in going to a lot of career fairs and and really showing girls and boys the opportunities that are out there because I know when I was at school I was never encouraged to go and work in construction. Your your parents encourage you to do what you want or be a doctor or a solicitor or a teacher, for instance. Construction, they weren't in in our day when we were at school, back in the Victorian times, as my children keep reminding me, there were never the opportunities to be presented. So we have to... With the ongoing labour and staff shortages that we're experiencing in this country, for that's a totally different conversation and and podcast, perhaps, but it's down to us more so to to get out there and promote the opportunities that that are in construction. It's not just and, and law, it's not just about being a builder on a building site. There's project management, there's architecture, there's there's so many wonderful opportunities out there, and they're all really challenging with a fantastic career progression. So I think it's it's not about people not thinking about not wanting to work in construction i just don't think people are aware of the the rewards that come with working in law and construction
0: perhaps charlie, charlie that's a really good point Let, let's just put that to our students for a second charlotte from your point of view do you feel like there's any expectation that you should or shouldn't be going into certain sectors in your career later in life
4: well i feel like Everyone has expectations for everything, and it really differs from person to person. I really don't know, to be honest. It's quite a condescending
0: thought. <laughs> if, you, if you spoke to your parents and you told your parents that you wanted to go and work in construction, in fact, maybe not your parents, maybe maybe uh, someone of of your parents' generation or your grandparents' generation, and you said you wanted to go and work in construction, do you think that there'd be any element of pressure... From, from older generations to encourage you to, to not go into those sectors? Or would people be, yeah, you know, if you want to do that, then great, go for it.
4: I feel like my family would, if I wanted to do it, they would allow me to, and they would want for the best, like for my best, my personal best. And then, but it differs from family to family. Like my one my mom would be really supportive with anything I want to do to be perfectly honest. So, yeah.
0: Charlotte, everything you're saying about your mum sounds fantastic. It really does. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I just feel really bad. (laughs) But I
1: generally think, though, parents are much more supportive than they were in the generation thing. So my parents are lovely, but when I was doing my GCSE, they left me at home with my nan and went on holiday. I mean, my poor nan, I mean, I was out most nights. I mean, you know, poor... You know, she was... I was not doing any revision. Matilda, do not take heed of that. But I'm just saying, parents are much supportive. My dad was in construction and I always said... Not that I'm very good at maths, unlike Charlotte next to me. Here, I always wanted to be a quantity survey because I did want to be on site. And he was like, absolutely no way. Not over my dead body. You're not going on to a site. Then I wanted to be a fighter pilot, but then I really didn't really like heights that much. So I was really kind of left with a few options. So I think parents are much more supportive. Also, job opportunities. I mean, the, the jobs that you can do now, I mean, like foreign office mm-hmm. that Izzy suggested is amazing. I mean, like, I just think that you are... Everyone has so much um, information. It's a bit like the internet. Everyone knows so much more about jobs now. You don't just... You don't. You're not just a doctor or a lawyer. I mean, that's really quite boring. And to do that sort of thing now, you know, you could do all sorts of stuff like biochemist or you know, all sorts of amazing things. I just think the opportunities now for everybody are so much better than they were with yeah. us.
0: Izzy, do you feel like the world is your oyster? Do you feel like you've got all of these opportunities available to you?
1: Yeah, in a in a way, I do. I think we're very
3: lucky to be at a school where we're supported to do whatever we want really with we've we are given so many resources to research career paths and everything I think we're really fortunate in that sense because a lot of other young women in you know perhaps not as fortunate as us might not get those opportunities mm. and I think we're really lucky to be able to have those and I think yeah so yeah I do I feel like I'm very lucky to have a path in my head that I want to follow and be supported by so many other people to do that.
0: Fantastic. Well, it feels to me like a real inspiration to speak to you. And hopefully some of the people listening to this, in particular the women who are listening to this, will also feel inspired. I'm keeping an eye on time though, so we probably need to bring this episode to a close. Uh, but Izzy, thank you very much for being here with us.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. And
0: Char- Charlie, thank you for being here as well.
2: Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure.
0: Marsha, thank you as well to you. Thank you, Simon. And Charlotte, thank you to you and to your mum as well.
2: Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Shout
1: out to Charlotte's mum. I just <laughs> thank <hate> you.
0: <laughs> and now just a few words written by some very inspiring women, delivered to us by Kathy Sotillo, Anya Bensberg and Melanie Judy.
2: Here is a quotation by Maya Angelou that really speaks to me and I hope to you. You are the sum total of everything you've ever seen, heard, eaten, smelled, been told, forgot. It's all there. Everything influences each of us and because of that I try to make sure that my experiences are positive. So my quotation is from the Queen's Christmas broadcast in 2002 and she says, Each day is a new beginning. I know that the only way to live my life is to try and do what is right, to take the long view, to give of my best in all that the day brings and to put my trust in God.
3: Okay, so I've chosen a very, very short reading from some of the the many inspiring words from Mother Teresa. And it goes like this, spread love wherever you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier.
0: So that was Charlie, Marsha, Izzy and Charlotte discussing a wide range of topics regarding International Women's Day 2023. A big thank you to all four of them for speaking to us in school today.